Hello and welcome to the Radical Imperfectionist Podcast, a show where together we work to embrace who we are, to grow into our own allies, and to become a source of empowerment for ourselves and those around us. Hello, my friends. I hope this finds you well. I cannot believe it, but it is already April. This is like a breath of fresh air for me. I love this podcast. I love this platform to try to spread love into the world. And I hope that you feel it as I speak to you today. I listened to something recently that really resonated with me very deeply. I listened to a lot of Byron Katie, Brene Brown, Brooke Castillo, various other people, authors and speakers and writers. And she was talking to this time, Byron Katie was, about how whenever we are interacting as people, we are doing so with our own unique perceptions. And that includes all sorts of assumptions, preconceived notions, and other filters for how we interpret the circumstances of the world to find the meaning for ourselves, the world around us, and ourselves in the world. Byron Katie was talking about how it is because of this that no two people ever really meet each other. I was dumbfounded. It was incredible to me because she's so right. Not everything that Byron Katie says resonates with me, but that is just about the case with most people that I admire and learn from, and that is to be expected. I don't expect you to agree with or resonate with everything that I say, but we can learn from each other. So taking this idea further, whenever we interact with one another, our interactions are both colored and clouded by our own thoughts, and that includes a lot of biases that essentially create the lens through which we see each other and the world. Because of these filters, we are not looking at or meeting the other person fully and completely, but only our interpretation of the person. And as I read in a book called You're Not Listening, great book if you have not read it already, as we get deeper into relationships, you would think we listen more when in actuality we listen less. You see, as we think we get to know someone, we're forming an idea of that other person until we believe it is complete. Once it is in theory complete, our interactions are even more filtered through what we expect the other person is believing and thinking and feeling based on this character we've created for them. We've essentially written a story about them and filled in their character profile. The ideas we have about that person form the basis for how we interact with them and how we interpret what they say and do to mean. For me, this concept is mind-blowing. Just wow, absolutely wow. For me, this does a number of things. First, it helps me to realize how much more I want to work on staying in my curiosity because I want to actually listen to those that are in my life so I can be a learner. Second, it helps me to remember that my thoughts are not the only truth, simply an interpretation of the truth. Circumstances, the truth is neutral Thoughts are the meaning we provide the truth in order that it plays along with the story we are telling. That is powerful. And third, it helps me to remember 
not only how powerful story is, but to remember to ask myself what story I am telling myself and realize that I have the power always to rewrite my story in a helpful way. To you, I am who you need me to be. I am a projection of who you think I am, which is a tangle of what you see in yourself and what you need to see in the world to keep telling the story you're telling. Too many times, I have heard the disappointing words of one woman telling me that they were not impressed by another woman that they met. And I felt that in myself as well. A woman that they expected to be one thing and they met her and she was just normal with insecurities and failures and weaknesses and flaws. If you met me, this would probably be your reaction. And I say this with utter self-love and acceptance of who I am. You would meet an ordinary woman and whatever story you had created for me, whatever character profile you assigned me would be disappointed because I am not your story. I am my own. The whole point of today's narrative is to remind you of how much power you have and yet that the power that you do have is most likely not where you think it is or where you're applying your efforts to control. That's the case with most humans, most of the time. There's so much power in letting go of assumptions. There is so much power in letting go of our stories. There is so much power in figuring out what story we are writing for ourselves, what story we are writing for the world, what story we write for our place within the world. Our power has to do with our story. That is always where our power has been but we feel helpless until we become aware of our stories. One of the most powerful decisions I've ever made, I've made most recently, and it is the decision to be okay with discomfort. I've learned that circumstances are beyond my control, that my brain does not like being unable to control circumstances because that uncertainty feels like danger. My very, very, very human brain is built to keep me safe and as a result it writes a story about circumstances that are not always helpful because it wants to try to control what it cannot so that we can be certain we can always be safe the reality however is that we're not always safe and yet we are it's a constant flux and open to interpretation but our existence is not about being safe or unsafe even though it makes sense that we want to be safe Our existence is love. Our existence is growth and connection. And neither of those, none of those come with certainty or safety. So I have decided to get very comfortable with discomfort. I've decided to ride the wave, so to speak, and make this decision. And taking steps to investigate my thoughts and feelings even more, including observing my actions to figure out what thoughts and feelings are motivating those actions, has been one of the most beautiful, albeit difficult steps in my journey. It has kept me curious. It has kept me growing and healing. It has kept me open and feeling. And in this sense, I have never felt or been more alive. I realize that life is not about avoiding the one thing we are all guaranteed, death. Life is about living. So once we figure out what living really means for us, a meaning that actually 
helps us to thrive and spread love, we get to live free from the prison of a life of numb safety, a life of insane perfectionistic attempted control. I will never be perfect. I will be human. The worst pain does not come from dying, but from not feeling alive while there is breath in my lungs. I really hope this meets you today, my friends. I hope this spreads a little bit of love from my open, radically imperfect heart to yours. And I hope you know that your story is there for the writing. You get to write it however you want. And no matter how hard things get, you will never be helpless again when you surrender what you never could control anyway. Until next time, my friends, this is Holly Ann Casper, the Radical Imperfectionist. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you'd like to stay current on whatever is posted, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can also head over to theradicalimperfectionist.com for other resources. Have a wonderful day.